This week on A Shamanic Expedition, Wolf, Fox, and Albatross explore the upcoming summer solstice and how the seasons help them through their stuff and things. We're going to be talking about talking because it's almost summer. 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 And heat. Yeah, well, there's heat in summer. And yeah, unless you're in a place that doesn't really have a lot of heat. Like, which is not Iceland. here. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything in Iceland. Greenland. The Arctic Circle. <laughs> in which case, you know, it's not really hot, but it's still summer. Lapland. I would say they have a summer, but it's on the other... Does Washington State get hot? No, I would imagine it would not. I mean, I imagine it does. Sure, it has its moments. I mean, it's up there. Doesn't everything? (laughs) (laughs) And thus concludes our podcast today (laughs) on summer. I'm sure it gets hot. Doesn't everything? (laughs) The end. The end. No, okay. All right, no. For, For realsies, for realsies, we are back. Wolf. Yes? Do you love your new home? Yes. Awesome. It's exciting. Great. I'm it exhausted, exciting. but it's exciting. I'm glad. I'm yes. glad. Yeah, no, it's pretty exciting getting a new space and working through all of that and getting into a new mode of life. And you have a workspace now. Yeah. Yes. Have you been working on it? Do you like it? It's a work in progress. Just gonna leave it there. And that's yeah. what summer's about. <laughs> that is what summer's about. <laughs> it is. Welcome. So, okay, so for everybody who is tuning in, welcome to a shamanic expedition where we explore all kinds of things every week. Well, at least we've tried to. The last two weeks we haven't been because there's been change. Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde. Retrograde. Um, <laughs> Wow. Okay. Are you feeling so, it? I, I am. <laughs> so yeah. So we've been we've been kind of MIA for a couple weeks, just trying to get everything ready. But with the official summer solstice coming up on Sunday, woohoo! woo-hoo and the season change, we figured we would come back and talk to you guys about the importance of seasons in a lot of our own work as shamanic practitioners. Mm-hmm. And we would talk about the summer season and how we work with that energy. So, are you ready? I'm ready! Are you ready to rock? In, I think we're in here, Tribe Moon, right now. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Why? I can't even double <laughs> me. Yes. We are in Make the... This- Retrograde, so much fun. I mean, it's fun. Yeah, sorry. It has been. fun. It is fun. So here, okay, a brief interlude on the topic of Mercury retrograde. I mean, that's a whole other session. Yeah, but we can talk about it because it's a brief interlude. Okay. Okay. So. Retrogrades, when planets appear to be going backwards on their little thing. Yeah, but they're not really. It just no. looks They're like not it. really going backwards. They're not really no, going no. backwards. Copernicus they, yeah. has made that clear yes. in the 13th century. Yes. We've known that for a while now. Yes. So, so they're not really going backwards, but they look like they're going backwards. It's called optical it's illusions. It's kind of like when you see like 
tires of a car in a movie or on a show and it looks like they're going backwards yeah, but, but they're not. not no yeah. so okay that's what a, a retrograde is and all of the planets can go into retrograde right because they're all out there doing a thing but the reason why mercury retrograde gets talked about the most is because mercury scary <laughs> it mercury, happens the most well and and mercury is a god that governs the technology communication travel transportation medicine everything things, things yeah. that a lot of modern human beings hold in very high regard yeah, so poor when mercury right like he this was guy, like a lesser god and now, and now he carries he's like, the whole shebang yeah i mean he's he's up there right doing all that work so when mercury goes retrograde it's an opportunity for us to really delve into the lessons of that God and, and the jurisdiction that that God works with. So in this particular case, when uh, technology goes awry, when plans go awry, when the things just don't plan, like pan out the way you want them to, of course, it affects the modern human being because we rely so heavily on convenience. We rely heavily on having things done in a very specific way and when those things do not work. Um, we get upset and we don't like it. So then we blame Mercury retrograde, but really it's not Mercury retrograde that's causing all of it. It's just, it's a period of time that energetically reflects back to us these moments where lessons. things become lessons. It's a mirror. It shows you exactly how far you've come. Yeah. And if you're having a temper tantrum, I don't think you've gotten very far. Exactly. So I consider retrograde like the exam. So after you've finished your learning module, this is now your exam. And you get the chance to say, have you learned your lesson or not? Mm -hmm. And it shows you the past, and you get to choose. Do you stay in the past, or do you pass the exam and move forward? That's how I... become like a true Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. I choose to pass my exams and move on. I like that. What about you? I like to think that I pass the exams. (laughs) As a uh, <clears throat> tried and true <laughs> Gryffindor over here, since we are talking Harry Potter, I'm you know sorry. the ultimate shamanic expedition. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's no. It's good. I like it. I like it because these are things that we nerd out about, right? Yes. But as a as a true Gryffindor, I'm kind of like, well, you know, the exam was a thing. I did. <laughs> and it looks like I passed. Every answer has an answer, or every question has. An- <laughs> Shit. Every, every answer. answer. Every question has been answered. Yeah. Usually with D, all of the above. No, no, no. no that's not me. Okay. That's not me. You guys know better. Don't pick that me. one. <laughs> um, if it's a B and C or an A and B, then your odds are higher. Yeah. Pick that one. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Pick don't ever pick the all of the above. That's just a lazy. I don't know. Answer. But if there is a B and C only and an all of the above, pick all of the above. Yes. Logic. Mm-hmm. We've just... Com- <laughs> we just... And we just, we taught you how to take exams, everybody. Just select welcome. all the above, unless there's a B and C. Hey, you can apply that to your shamanic work. Yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. 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 So the entire pantheon shows up for you, or Loki shows up for you. Which will you choose? All of the above? Ooh. Or Loki... <laughs> Okay, that's a whole other podcast episode. Sorry. <laughs> Which one would you pick? Well, if it's Tom Hiddleston, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, no. So, 
I did it. I went there. I she wish did. that you guys could all see our faces. Soon, soon, we're going to start recording because yeah. we have a nice, well, I have a nice, we all, yeah, you have a nice camera. We have nice cameras. We could record so we from different should, angles. We should totally and record do that this. and then people could see your face when I speak. And feel the discomfort <laughs> in being <laughs> stared down and answering a very common question. Oh, okay. Well, so how would I answer that question, yes. Loki or the entire Pantheon? First of all, it's What's all content. I feel right? like Loki could be the, the entire, entire pantheon. There you go. Now you're following. <laughs> yeah. So you would pick Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's enough. Yeah. Shape-shifting into anything. He's a anyone, big anywhere. energy. Yeah. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. All so right. summer. Iceland, summer. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about seasons. Eight minutes in, mm-hmm. we're already. Hey, so we said what our our houses are. What's your house, Wolf? As if I don't know. As she rolls her eyes, Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah. Really, Slytherin. I would have thought Hufflepuff. Really? No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this is a moment when you would need to see my face really? on camera really? because my tiny teeth just showed. Really. She was genuinely interested in what you had to say, Albatross. Like, she was like, really? I just thought I was a Hufflepuff. Sorry. I take no offense. I know where I stand. I know where I stand. I know what my wand's made of, and I know what my... Patronus is. Patronus is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is it hard? What's your Patronus? Do you remember? I think I've had two. So I did it the, the quiz twice. One of them was a magpie, which I laughed at. And then another one was a lynx. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What's your patronus? A stag? A stag? Mine's an Irish wolfhound. Aww. Is it really? That's cool. Yeesh. That's cute. Yeah. I've always wanted one of those. I love them. They're gentle giants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Summer! Where are we going? Alright, guys. So, summer. Summer. Let's talk summer. I hate summer it. Summer solstice. <laughs> Let's talk summer. I hate it. I do hate it. No, okay. Hey, all right. First of all, no. It's too hot. Hate is a very strong word. It is. I get sunburned. We are mindful people. It (laughs) rains. I don't look good in a bikini. I like my sweatshirts. All right. I bet you look just fine in a bikini. So here's the thing with podcasts, Wolf. Like you can't just make faces and go like quiet on the air. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so much of interacting with me in a conversation is my face. It it's true. I would hope that's how you have normal conversations with everybody. Beep ba boo beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So aside from the peanut gallery here hating summer we're actually going to be talking about seasonal changes 
and the symbolism that goes with them as well as how we work with those energies. So, where shall we begin? I want to so bad. I want to so bad go burr. Excuse me. Albatross. Yeah, no. But yeah, you tried I don't want to throw g- me under the bus before. I don't so want to get my eyes pecked on. Ongoing game of, of let's see who gets hot potato. Hot potato. Okay. All right. Well, then, all right. I'll go first. You're closer to summer. summer. Am I what? You're closer to summer than I am. Well, then you are. Yeah, but she's on the. Money. I am summer, but she's removed herself from the queue. So. Okay. So, we may have alluded to this before in previous episodes, but for the sake of our listeners and possibly it being their first time tuning in to the chaos that is our conversation, right? Um, <laughs> so, we work with the seasons um, and attribute them to different uh, phases of life and different elements in our work that we do. And so, um, spring is water and a time to work on your emotions, your self-reflection, your self-awareness. It is also a new beginning time. Summer is air, and that is a time for communication, relationships, and really stepping into what you're doing with your actions in your life. Fire is the autumn season, um, and that is illumination, working with light and shadow. It's about coming together as a group, really stepping into who you are, you know, and then you've got winter and that's the earth season. And that's going to be about your family foundations, your boundaries, your legacies, your ancestors working with the death portion of life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the letting go, the release aspect of things. So we're talking about summer today, (laughs) right? Yes. Well, you always look like you're about to add something, and I wish people could watch your face when we're talking. So when like, we yeah. start to record, video record our sessions, we have to have one camera zoomed in to my eyebrows. Because I just think I have, I think I have Hugo your... weaving eyebrows when I'm listening and talking. I know. You look so concerned, and oh. you're just really, really in, intensely listening. We can make it, make it the wolf cam. I like it. Wolf cam. And I then like everybody it. can. Anyway, not to be egotistical, but no, I was saying, um, <laughs> when you said the season of letting go and release, I kind of, for like, a, the look I gave you was because I got like a little confused for a second because I always attribute letting go to Albatross's lesson. Okay. So and the yes. fact that she's summer. And even though I've been doing this for a minute with you guys, I still kind of wait. I be, I still have to kind of be like, wait, hold on. And I have to like divide them in my head. There's a letting go mm-hmm. as in like, I'm so going we... to let go of an item from my hand. Right. Know, and then there's looks... a letting go in the trust aspect of things like releasing your construct of needing to control and that's where albatross comes into play so the lesson of the albatross is not letting go as in like i'm letting go of this thing that no longer serves me it's letting go in the sense that i'm letting go and trusting so it's more of a flow letting go aspect of things that's what i wanted you to kind of define Mm -hmm. because if i was listening i might 
get confused. Because mm-hmm. I did get confused. So, so, if you were listening, if I was listening, I might get confused. No, I wasn't listening, I was, so I'm not confused. If I was a, pe- a member of the audience. Yeah. So there's a, a couple of concepts at work, and perhaps we should dig into that at another time to kind of define these for you. Next week. Because these are our own personal beliefs, and if you look at different... Spiritualities and belief systems, you'll actually find that the wheel of the year is skewed a little bit off of what Fox was just explaining. Um, So that is completely different. But in how we work, a spirit animal or a soul animal has a individualistic meaning, and then your category or where you fall into, or your tribe, your season that you're working with has a whole other category so all birds are going to carry with them or anybody who falls under the air element or summer will have a very specific message that pertains to the umbrella of right yes but then you have a individual signature within that yes so just because you're in air you, you automatically fall into a category where it's going to help you um, carry lessons in relation, relating, right. like relationships, so, relating to things, um, navigating your day-to-day, the actions that you take, and stepping into those, those spaces communication-wise. So in that, if you think about Albatross and her animal, you're thinking about the lesson that her animal teaches within that realm of those concepts just like with yours in earth right so you're a foundation so you're about legacy family moving together you know that that kind of a thing so as a wolf you're going to help people like contend with the concepts of fear that exist within those ideas of earth mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that's kind of how that works yes yeah yes yes so to summer Sorry. To summarize, but up, up, up. Oh, oh. Uh, 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 okay. everybody take a drink of your coffee. Yay! Yay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about summer since the, since the summer solstice is Ooh. coming up. Say that since, 20 times fast. Ooh, since the summer solstice is coming up systematically. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's coming up on Sunday. Yeah, it's here. And... Uh, this well, it is, is here, because by the time they get it, it will have been Sunday. Well, no, it's not going to be, because we're going to post this tonight. Oh, we're posting this one tonight. Sorry. <laughs> tonight. Sorry. Where are we going? Where are we going? Okay, oh, sorry. No. I haven't done this in a couple weeks. I'm yeah, like a little it's okay. We're all getting our feet wet. Um, And that is something summer is about. See the wolf in her just now <laughs> when you said that she's like, but isn't that water tribe? <laughs> that sounds like water tribe to me. Fire our feet wet. <laughs> I thought we were getting away from the water. I thought we were flying away. Um, no, okay. No, so summer is about figuring out who you are in the grand scheme of things. And one of the better ways or one of the best ways to do that is to explore it. Try it. Do some new things. See if you like them. See if you don't like them. And then you can... Yeah, you collect those bits of you. And you remember the season of life that that happened. It was in your school years or early college, as we were saying. 
high school, high early school. college, your twenties. My old school yeah. house. <laughs> my my school house. My Back shul. in the school days. The school days. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, when we think about this period of time energetically and in the wheel of the year and the, the construct of the year, this is a time to really focus on your relations like your what you relate to and why you want to relate to those people those things those ideas you know this is a time for you to really explore what you're doing with your life which is a big question I think in our work that a lot of people will ask us as practitioners but just in general is what the heck am I doing yeah, what and I find I myself yeah. asking the same what, question every day. What am I doing? How did I get here? And that's Air Tribe's realm. The lessons that you find in air are that. I just want to insert that song, Talking Heads. How did I get here? When you show up in this house with a beautiful wife. Whatever it is. You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. I do. I don't. Oh. Yeah, you do. You've heard this song. You've got to. Have and heard. the days go by where's the baby <laughs> that's not how that goes no that's not how that goes so no 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 it's fine it's cool it'll be all right, be all right. no so no yes no. yes what sometimes where are we going <laughs> okay no but sorry it is it's a time for us to really reflect on what we're doing mm-hmm. you know so for me, coming up this this three months ahead, which is the, the period of summer between now and fall, <laughs> that's how that works, science, um, <laughs> I plan on really looking at my actions and really being accountable and holding myself accountable to my actions and the things that I want to create over this period of time. Breaking the year up into those four seasons for me has been a really amazing tool to help me meter what I'm going through you know the spring season and and the water lessons in this time have helped me really contend with some of the emotional stuff that's been stagnating in my life and with the coming of the summer solstice and the release of all of that I move into a space where I can I can start to really explore how I want to relate to the world around me Mm -hmm. and I think it's really exciting that mercury retrograde ends next week just after the solstice happens right so that we can kind of step into that space and then we'll have the full moon and be able to explore the gratitude of this this period of time funny how that works right it's amazing magic um and then in july we'll have the new moon to set the intentions that we would have put on hold during the mercury retrograde this month you know and i I, it's very I don't know it, how it is for you guys, and maybe it's a little different, but, you know, when, when you work with the seasons and the moon phases and you kind of really start to get into this this idea that you're working with how the world is flowing, our planet is flowing, mm-hmm. it starts to be very evident in how you feel, you know, what what you're doing and how you feel kind of starts to merge together and you start to see results within that absolutely you know with your your manifestations your healing work your your shamanic work whatever that is and it's it's been really a delight for me and we've been we've been working with the seasons for a long time all three of us you know and we've been working with moon phases and planetary phases and really tapping into the rhythms 
that are existing that are you can't stop them they are just there they're, they're there you know whether you want them to to be there or not and and you if you can just lean into that just a little bit i think you're in that space of, of learning some of these deep lessons and being able to apply them you know yeah for sure i agree i think breaking down the year into its segments and following you know um what can be referred to as the wheel of the year a plan huh? a plan a plan yeah okay yeah no she likes plans yeah look I, at her face she loves it I, i'm just excited go so you break it down and it makes it easy so if you're starting in to this and you're like I, I want to connect with nature and I want to be a part of it and how do I bring myself to this space where I can be in a natural rhythm of things starting with that is easy because you have these three month blocks to kind of organize yourself and you know kind of where you're going and where you can put your focus so starting with summer and knowing that it's about your relationships that you know it's about how you are moving in your space how you're learning those are all things that you can start to look for in your own life those patterns so you can go oh okay i know i see that let me change this part of me or I like this part of me let me keep it no it doesn't it becomes so much easier to see them because you are focusing on it instead of trying to look at the bigger picture zoning in and looking small is the, the great way to it start it keeps you present yeah that's it keeps you the, really present that's in really it. I mean knowing that I'm in a water season right like what we are right now it keeps me present in mm-hmm. knowing that the lessons that come with that and the things that I'm contending with in my day-to-day to help me return to myself and better myself and evolve, right, yeah. is is a part of this. And then when we switch over to this summer season, I can start to adopt those things. And it's 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 what we talk about with manifesting, thoughts, words, and actions, mm-hmm. you know? It what helps you, you to align them becomes, all. Right? So if you're focusing on the fact that during this season you're going to be learning these things then you can start to see patterns Mm -hmm. in your relations in your day-to-day you go to the grocery store you see people wearing green shirts and you're like okay that's something there how can I apply that to my relationships how can I apply that to my relationship with myself to my friends around me what is seeing all of these patterns mean for these lessons that I'm learning within this season Mm -hmm. I think that's really exciting and it again it keeps you present and it gives you a plan something to work with what were you going to say Wolf? I was going to say it's um co-creation like when you uh People who do, you know, buy tarot decks or, or oracle cards, whatever, and that word's thrown around a lot. You know, how are you, you allowing co- I thought that was all I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's like, you know, a co-creation. Yeah. It the is. The idea of when, working with and not against and, and moving through. Yeah, when you, you know how the universe is speaking to you, you notice the patterns. It's very easy to add energy into the place that will help to co-create, to create what it's you're like, looking um, for. Learning a language, I think. It's a fun language. Yeah. It's been one that's been a work in progress over the years, for mm-hmm. me at least, you know. I, I've, I've come
come to understand it better, but I'm in no means in a space where I've mastered it because I'm constantly learning. You know, Mm -hmm. we use the runes, all three of us, you know, to learn about ourselves through these lessons, right? And, you know, every, every year, every season, there's a new something that comes through and it's, it definitely is like going to school. It's constantly going to school, but it's like a, a, a practical hands-on school, you know, where you're getting to go, okay, I learned this today. How do I apply this tomorrow? How do I apply this in this moment? How do I take what I saw today through my card reading or through my work with my clients and then apply it to my altar space tonight as I work through these things within myself? You know, it's it's an ongoing thing and it's super yeah. exciting, yeah. you know? Um, I love working with seasons. I love working with the elements. I love working with the moon cycles. For me, it it feels, and this this is what a lot of people say, but it feels right. It feels like I'm a part of something bigger, and therefore, I'm bigger. You know, I'm, I'm allowing myself to receive more and be a part of something more because I'm no longer limiting myself to the can'ts and the, the, the shouldn'ts, you know. I'm leaning into it and exploring it at my own pace in these ways. And the nice thing about the universe is that it, it breathes in and out. You know, these energetic flows is, is an ebb and flow that you don't have to like rush into and try to learn everything in one go. Oh, it's yeah, like, you don't oh, have to well, force you know it. What? This new moon, we're working with this. Next new moon, we'll work with this. Mm-hmm. This full moon, we're working with this. Next full moon, we're working with that, you know? It's a lot like, I think, well, okay, two things to compare it to. It's one, learning a new language. You wouldn't go and learn conversational level 10 Spanish your first semester Um, something else I like to tell people I work with is that you know when they say they see runes and this and that and well I don't know how to use I don't know how to use this I don't understand phases or energetic shifts or working with the natural world all of that how is cooking with certain spices going to help me manifest and I I go back to um, the, the concept of returnism I think it not so much dumbs it down, but I think it makes it more palatable in order to be able to digest um, mm-hmm. the remembering of what your ancestors did, yeah. you know, um, or what your ancestors' ancestors did. Somewhere, somewhere, someplace, you are connected to people, because ultimately we're all connected, right, that practiced in this way. So... I really like the idea of returnism. And that's all I was going to say. For anybody who's newer, not newer, that's so contradictory. For anybody who is in a space of re-exploring or re-understanding in a new way, um, all of this, I I really like the idea of returnism instead of this big, huge thing you don't understand that you're having to tackle. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a psychological thing, I think, too, at one level. You know, we talked about this years ago on a on another show we were doing, Albatross and I, we were talking about the difference between escapism and returnism. Yes. A lot of people, mm-hmm. I think, first find spirituality, metaphysics, as a way to escape. Bypassing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bypassing, right? And they, they definitely fall into this, this it, it can fall into a category where... Um, where 
it's so easy to just start to say things like, oh, well, I'm a Pisces and that's just how it is. Or, well, the, the planets are this way, so that's just how that is. Or, you know what, the moon made me do it. Or, you know, my spirit guides didn't talk to me last night. How am I supposed to know what's going on? It's so easy to use it as a blanket to evade mm -hmm. what's really going on. And, and I think we all do it when we first start. You know, I think there's a level of like, all right, like... Maybe if I start to look into this and these crystals, like this is how, how this is gonna be and this will help me this way. And if it doesn't work, then at least I have a scapegoat in this in this situation, right? But the more you work with it, the more you, you start to understand what's really happening. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't anymore. You can't really bypass. It's gonna come down on you one way or the other. You're going to have to face your stuff one way or the other in this work and that is when you've gone from escapism to returnism because now you're you're turning around and facing yourself this the part of you that never was gone it never really got lost it's been there the whole time you've just been the one who's been evading it you've been escaping from it but if you stop and really take a look at like your life and your choices that you've made and you take responsibility for those situations no matter what happened there is a level of self-awareness that you will not be able to ignore anymore you know and, and that's difficult for a lot of people I know and, and people who are listening I know that they're are very easy places to place blame when it comes to pain and trauma and, and you know expectation and in this line of work in shamanism in metaphysics and spirituality like again sitting there and not taking responsibility and pointing fingers at so-and-so because this person did this and this person did that or I didn't get taught this way or you know whatever it is coming up with excuses at the end of the day, they are only real facts, or truths rather, they're only real truths as long as you put stock in them. Mm -hmm. But if you break away from that and you make a new truth for yourself, then what you can do is work to make it a fact. You know, and, and I think that that's really, that's returnism at its best. It's this idea that you're returning to these deeply embedded things within you, in your genetic memory, in your in your soul memory, you know, that you can tap into. And that ties in, I believe, directly to those phases, the, the elements, the seasons, and the, the, the movement, not of time, because that's more of a construct, but the movement of this world that we live in, the, the breathing, the, breath the ebb it. and flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, returnism is a really good concept and, and, it definitely can help you stay accountable for yourself, you know? Um, I, I, I work hard at returnism. I know all, both of you guys do too, you know? It's, and it's not always easy. You've got years and years of conditioning, belief systems, belief systems traumas that you work through on a daily basis. Traumas and, of your ancestors. Yeah, you and those too. You know, you've got so much in just in your genetic makeup, you know, not to mention all of your own experiences that are sitting there and influencing how you respond to even the slightest of trigger. 
but you have the power to shift that. You have the power to face it and break those those chains, if you will. So, yeah, and I think summer's going to help us with that this year, at least. You know, it's a time to really review your relations, your relationships to your family, your lovers, your friends, your business, clients, whatever it might be. Yeah, especially as the world starts to open up and we've been evaluating for the past year exactly what it is to communicate in new forms and ways and having retrograde kind of mix that up a bit and then coming into summer where we can take a good look at it and know that we have created new ways to communicate and to relate and taking stock of all of that and this is a big time for it and understanding where we are and I'm sure over the past year because I know for myself I have you're looking for or you have already looked for and you've noticed those spaces that perhaps need filling or you want to go back to or maybe the spaces you don't want to go back to yeah or that need the decluttering and you have all of that data so the summer will be about putting that into an action so exciting so exciting Right? Get our hands dirty. I think, too, what you were saying when you when you were talking about this past year of having evaluation, um, inner evaluation, this past year um, has really felt like one big, long spring season of, like, <laughs> really being in that, like, yes, because fetal we, position. We you know, had with distractions having be, removed. Well, having distractions removed, and, and it also, um, I guess, to further that concept of, of being homebound. Mm-hmm. In a way, you know what I mean? Like, really having to be in your womb. Yeah. You catch my drift, your room, womb, you know? I think Fox has mentioned that before. But, um, the retrograde that you're talking about as we come out of those spaces um, and move into different ways of expressing ourselves or communicating our needs and boundaries, all of those things we've already said a hundred times. Um, it's a matter of, it's kind of like, I think of it kind of like, um, inside out when they get the first panel mm-hmm. and they have only a handful of buttons yeah and when you graduate to the next panel it's bigger and you have to remember to use the new buttons too so mm-hmm. with this retrograde that we're in helping us reevaluate how we communicate and what's important um, and where we allow things to influence us and all of those things um, moving into summer which is again that space of action right um remembering what you have learned so that when you do get triggered in a way that might have caught you off guard mm-hmm. two years ago you could say oh wait no i have a new button on my panel exactly. i don't have to do it that way anymore i have an easier work har- smarter not harder you know mm-hmm. what i mean like why would you continue to i mean i guess that's the whole point isn't it to move through those experiences or those traumas and triggers in a way that's more constructive to creating a better life for yourself and this person or this is you know existence yeah and summer is the lab to do that in you know you press that button see what happens when you press the button (gasps) and then you go oh my god there was confetti i need to do that again 
No, that, that's what that yeah. is about. Yeah. So getting to play around with it and, and seeing what happens as you're moving in these new things. But, you know, we have been in our rooms, our homes, and our spaces. And I think the past year, as difficult as it was, it was very good for a lot of people to actually come home. Speaking about that escapism, we do this a lot. And we were in our homes. We were in our heads. And we had a lot of time to look at what returnism might actually be for us. You know, you've had the time to see, oh, my dishes are dirty. You know, oh, I haven't put away that board in 15 years. You had a lot of time to see those things. This mirror is quite dusty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and some of us got very agitated at that. Very, very agitated at that. We were like, why haven't I put that board away? You know? (laughs) Yeah, or, you know, a lot of people started to want to escape that space. Yeah. You know, and so they would start to say, you know what, that board reminds me of the the fact that for 15 years I have not taken care of myself, uh-huh. so I need to get away from here. And that's where that agitation would be, so they started to displace that in different places mm-hmm. online, you know, in in their personal habits, you know, maybe like lashing out to other people around them because they were not ready to face that fact yeah. about themselves. And the universe put us all in the situation where we really did have to do that. A lot of us, yeah, we 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 were put into a situation where it was figure it out, you know? It was it was like figure it out. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen for you. You know when we had that big shift at the at the end of, was it the end of last year or the beginning of this year? When December. We, was it December? Yeah. yeah. When we had that big, like, shift, I think that that was a big part of From it. From Piscean mm-hmm. to Aquarian. Yeah. And and it was like... Shake it loose. Yeah. Shake it, shake it loose. See where you're at. See if you're ready to actually move forward in your life. And, you know, I truly believe that there are a lot of people who are still back there, you know? Yeah. Metaphorically speaking. That are, that are still in that space where they were like, you know what, I'm not changing. I don't want to change. I'm not ready to change. You know, I wrote down on your board, Albatross, today, you know, um, you can. Mm-hmm. You can do it. What, right? That's what I wrote, I think. Yeah. I didn't read it. I just it said, it. yeah, you can do it. Um, unless you don't want to, is what I wrote on there. Because, you know, her students at the college you know, are constantly... I can't, I don't know how, I don't, you know, this, this and that. And the answer is, is you can, you can do it unless you don't want to. And so you've got to face that. If you're not wanting to change, okay, face that, Mm -hmm. face it. It's okay to not want change. It's okay to want to stay the same. It's okay for you to continue living in your trauma. It's okay for you to constantly come up with excuses as to why you can't. So those are things that are totally okay. And I think in the work that we do as, as shamanic teachers and practitioners and we work here, we see a lot of people who are in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And we've been there too. Some, I know I'm still in some of those spaces within myself. Mm-hmm. You know, But what's not okay is to sit there and lash out at other people around you for you not doing your work. 
that's where it's not okay but we see a lot of that Mm -hmm. we see a lot of that when when you're like well i don't like it i don't want i don't want change that doesn't mean that other people are are suddenly void they're not allowed you you have to be okay all right cool you can do it unless you don't want to yeah there's a maturity of understanding that comes with that yeah but don't stop other people and understand that it's your choice at the end of the day how you spend every day is not something to sit there and be like well my day was this because I live in this space and this is what I'm contending with it's your choices how you choose to react to those things Mm -hmm. you know yeah you know there, there there are videos of little kids in countries riddled with war and famine and they're still out there playing with pieces of rock and rubble and they're being children and when I see things like that I, I think about the idea that you it is what you make it with make your day with you know what you put into that makes the day what it is it's not fair that those little kids have to go through that that they were born into a space where that war that wasn't even their war it was their ancestors or their family whoever but they make the most of it the best way they know how until they're told otherwise until they believe otherwise through what's been told to them and that's one of the key things that we work with in a lot of people when it comes to healing trauma and and facing how we manage our relationships and our expectations mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. okay. oh it was just another it was just another metaphor go for it um, I like good I like a good metaphor I, I believe it's <laughs> is it Socrates or Plato that and I don't know all the ins and outs it's, it's a distant memory from when I took specific courses in college um anyway there's a story and it's you can look it up like i said it's either socrates or plato where the, these people are in a cave mm-hmm. and they're staring at i think it's plato mm-hmm. um they're staring at the cave wall and behind them or outside of them is a fire and their own shadows are being casted on the wall mm-hmm. and they refuse to turn around and they're making their entire reality based around these shapes that they see and somebody from the outside of the cave comes in and says there's a whole world out here if you would turn around you would see it mm-hmm. and they refuse to do that like they refuse to turn around and actually see things from a different perspective mm-hmm. so I think that's you know just playing into that if you're somebody who likes to you know read into that kind of philosophical psychological stuff. psychological yeah. historical yeah. whatever yeah. you and know that story is really uh, what's the word pertinent yeah. In in the lesson of actually all the seasons really could be applied oh, yeah. to that story, but um, using it for summer, the action of of trusting to turn around mm-hmm. and see something from a different well, perspective. And and knowing too that it's about using what you have and not just the only thing that you see is available. You know, what way. those what the people had was the ability to turn around. What the people had was the tools around them, the fact that they had the cave at all. You know, what the people had was the ability to communicate with one another and ask questions. But there's a lot of people out there that we've seen, and this is not everybody. I've seen all kinds of people in in my time working this way, but there are a lot of people that I've come across who don't ask questions until 
they're ready to start listening to answers. You know, they won't ask any questions for fear of what the answers might be. Mm. And that could be, you know, added to Plato's cave, you know, is, is maybe the reason why they don't want to see it any other way is because that way is comfortable. Mm-hmm. It may not be the most comfortable, but it's familiar. And familiarity is a lot better for a lot of people than facing the unfamiliar. And I and I truly believe that the summer season, this year specifically, will help a lot of us with that. Um, I know that I plan to apply a lot of that to my own personal well-being and kind of go from there. So, yeah. So when it comes to the season of summer, being literal or practical as I am, albatross being a, would you say a custodian of summer? A custodian? Uh, I get to clean up summer? No, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, guardian of summer? A steward, guardian, yes. What would be... Like maybe make a simple altar set up that somebody could do on solstice to honor the summer season. So for myself personally, in my altar space for summer, I like to use colors such as white or gray or black um, to represent air. You could also, if you wanted to, use red to play into the sun, the heat of things, depending on your own practice but I like to lay that out and I like to get a nice clean slate because we're moving from an emotional space into an intellectual space so I like to clear out the emotion to come to the rational and I think white indicates that kind of purity and clarity and I will put a feather to represent the air aspect of that to my people and some incense and then I just go through my collection to see what feels right and if something comes to me on the street I'll pick it up and add to it much like building a nest Mm -hmm. for a bird so that's kind of where I start anything that helps you bring in that joy that you feel or reminds you of where you've been or the pieces of you that bring passion those are all good things to kind of start with to put on your altar but I mean anything that you find that feels significant is a good place to start and then as you're working through your lessons you can shift and change with it as you go I'll put my room on my altar as well because on the solstice we'll pull a new room to indicate what that quarter is going to be about so what next then over the next three months what I should be focusing on and then up on the top I'll put all the runes that I have worked with so that I can kind of visualize the the full picture of the year so that's what I would do if I was setting up my altar whatever feels right keeping in mind that you are moving into an intellectual space I like that. That's that's something I'm going to really... I like that idea that we're moving from emotional into intellectual. Mm-hmm. Which I, I know that, but like at the same time, just the words itself is, is, is very inspiring. 
Thank you. And how would you use your sacred space spray in that? Would you use, like, water spray that you make? Or would you use the air and, like, clean so the air and wipe one it like the is... thing? Or would you just spray the air? Mm-hmm. Like so for me, I'll burn sage or um, some other incense that kind of clears out space. Because it's really like a, I want to do a spring cleaning. When the new season comes, I get rid of everything, and I, I remove myself from that energy, and I'm like, okay, I acknowledge you, I see you, I'm grateful for the lesson, but now I'm washing it away, and I'm stepping into my new. So I do that in my space as well. So I'll do that, and then if I'm using my sacred space spray, I'll use Connection, which is the air version, the air tribe, and... I'll spray that in my space. And I'll use that every time that I go to my altar. Now that's the spray that you make on Feather Bee? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Smells good. It smells amazing. It does. It has jasmine <coughs> and hints of orange in it. Coconut. And no, no. it does really? not have coconut. No coconut? The, I catch the coconut. coconut is actually from the emotional balance. Oh. But it does smell very nice. It does smell very nice. It is. It's very... It reminds you of outside and the flowers that are happening. And brings joy to my soul. So yeah, I'll spray that when I go to interact with my altar. Because it, it, it signifies to me that this is my time and space. To be in my sacred space. So it... Smell for me is very important in moving me from distraction to presence and when I come to my sacred space I make sure that I'm there for the universe because that's my responsibility so summer solstice happens in a grand total of five days gosh five today's the 15th yes 20th five days Yes. 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 Five days. Five days. Five days. Well, so get your stuff, stuff, stuffs. Get your stuff. Get your stuff. Get your stuff together, peppers. It's gonna be the summer solstice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm done. Or don't and just clear out your space and yeah. be ready for what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds ominous. Be ready for what's coming. That sounds like birds for you, though. It does. You know, stormbringers. Yeah. Or at least albatross. At least albatross, that's right. Yeah. Well, only my people. Only ready. Only albatrosses. It's coming. <laughs> storms. Like it is coming. Time. Summer storms do come. They yeah. do. Like today. And collect all that rain. Even though it's not summer. Yeah, collect storm rain. It's <gasps> good. It's good for work. That. Oh, yeah. I have some in my fridge from the last storm we had. I'm sure there's some puddles outside with the go rain. all right guys well we wish you a merry solstice happy solstice happy solstice solstice. and if you guys have any questions at all or want to reach out to us obviously on instagram at shamanic expedition or you can find wolf at tooth and stone or albatross at featherby apothecary or fox at the fox lantern and we will be happy to answer questions for you and help you get on your path to 
exploring all the magic that is what we do, mm-hmm. which is magic. All the magic, all the magic that is available to you. Ooh, yes, that that sounds legit. All right, everybody. All right then. Till bye. Next, bye.